Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Android Central podcast. My name is Shruti Shaker. I'm a writer here at Android Central, and I have my lovely guests with me, per usual, Jerry Hildenbrand. Hi, Jerry. How are you? I'm fine. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. I'm better now that we're actually recording this because we had some technical difficulties earlier. Well, life is just a big technical <laughs> difficulty. Clearly. Also, we is not right. One person <laughs> yes, had true. technical difficulties. <laughs> not naming names, Derek. <laughs> <laughs> and our next guest with those technical difficulties, Derek Lee. Hi, Derek, with your technical goddamn difficulties. Hello, everyone. <laughs> and of course, we've got Andrew Myrick. Hi, Andrew. Hi. The one who did not have tef- t- uh, technical difficulties. So Yeah, I'm just the trash talker. <laughs> uh, again, this week, we do not have Nick. I'm sure you guys all noticed last week he wasn't on the podcast. He is not on the podcast again this week. We all we miss you, Nick. his ass. No, we didn't. Get out of here, Nick. <laughs> He's just on holiday, but we miss him, and I'm pretty sure he's going to be back next week, Uh, and we've got a lot of really cool topics to discuss when he's back. But for now, we have a lot to talk about today. Um, So I want to start off fresh off the press. It was published this morning, uh, or yesterday morning. Excuse me, my apologies. It is Friday, April 1st. I hate April 1st, by the way, everyone. I just want to put it out there. I hate April Fool's Day. It sucks. I just wanted to mention that to everyone. It's one day closer to the day I get to lay down forever. Oh, gosh. Oh, my Jeez. Gosh. Talk about morbid. Gosh, so <laughs> no, I'm tired. I'm, I'm tired. Oh, I know. Okay, but I hope you're not tired about what we're going to talk about. First, again, like I mentioned, Fresh Off the Press came out yesterday from our very own Harish. Um, he wrote the OnePlus 10 Pro review. There's a lot to talk about with this phone because um, it was an anticipated phone, especially since uh, Oppo and OnePlus, you know, finally announced that they are actually partnering with one another. It uses a Snapdragon 8 Gen Gen 8 Snapdragon 1. I always mess up that name, <laughs> but you know what I'm talking about. The toaster. Just call it a toaster. The toaster. <laughs> And it's got some really cool new features. You know, obviously, it's got uh, the same type of camera uh, features that the 9 Pro had. Um, but there's some interesting discussions around the battery and charging. So, so look, there's a lot to be talked about here. Um, I'm just going to open up the floor. Whoever wants to start first. What are your thoughts on this on this new phone that's come out of OnePlus? Eh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It, you mean, know, it's a good phone. There's nothing that stands out, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's. I think it's a pretty phone. Um, it, I, I think it looks really nice. Um, yeah, there's nothing really that stands out, though. Um, I mean, I don't know. There, one one thing that uh, in our video review that was mentioned was the uh, the log, like being able to record and log. Which again, as you know, for the amateur videographer that I am, I, I love because that means you can edit video like after the fact and whatnot, and um, do all the color correcting and whatever. But besides that, like that was really the only thing that interests me about the phone. Everything else is just par for the course. So why is that 
the case because I think I think what we were all really looking for from OnePlus was what they were going to do, knowing that they have this part. They've they're they've now announced that they are under the Oppo umbrella, and I think a lot of people. We're like, okay, so what? What is your brand going to look like? Because there was a lot of confusion there. Like, what? What? Where was OnePlus going? And so, you know, to hear that you none of you guys are that that impressed is is interesting. Well, it's not. You know, I don't want to make it sound negative that I'm not impressed. There's just uh, OnePlus went spent what five six years trash talking the Samsung flagships out there saying that they were here to kill them off. And now they're just another one. Mm-hmm. That's you know, true. that's it. It's, it seems like a good phone. It's got a good screen. You know, everybody hates the software. I haven't used it, but I have a feeling I'd probably hate it too. But you know, it seems like a really good phone, but it's nothing special. Sure. Uh, I, uh, posted this in our rundown, um, and and for those of you who are listening, you guys can probably go on Twitter and see this tweet. But uh, Michael Fisher at Captain to Phones tweeted um, this tweet, and I thought it was interesting. He says, "My practical take on the OnePlus 10 Pro at eight hundred and ninety nine dollars. It's a solid choice for people who want a Google or Samsung alternative." Um, I think that's interesting because you know, yeah, we've got you know a Google and a Samsung phone. Both came out with, you know, they're they're fairly good phones. Um, it, would, would you guys agree with Michael on this? Like, do you think that this would be a good alternative choice to a, a someone, you know, who doesn't want to get a Google or a Samsung phone? It could it's really be. the only one. Well, is it really? It's like it's, in the U.S. It's missing one very critical feature. It's not water resistant. Yes, it's not. Well, exactly. It is, it is. I think for T-Mobile, it is. Like, they have the IP rating for T-Mobile, but everyone else doesn't have the IP rating. Okay, that's that's shady right there. Because... Which I think, I think, I don't know, I feel like, from what it sounds like, like, the heart, like, everything is the same. It's just T-Mobile has the IP rating. It's so... probably T-Mobile paid to have it done. Right. Because it's so... the same phone. They didn't make a special model. It comes right. off the same. It comes off the same factory line. Yeah. Right. So I mean, there has to be. I believe there's still some water resistance there. Um, uh, you know IQ what? There probably is. They just don't have to honor any warranty claims. Right. Yeah. That's the that's the key there. Well, I don't think that's why they did it. Supposedly, it's pretty expensive to have a a product, you know, certified like that, and you know, maybe they just didn't feel it was worth spending the money. Yeah, and that's kind of what's always been the case for OnePlus too. They've always been kind of dodgy about their IP ratings. Yeah, this isn't the this isn't the first time that that's happened with them. I don't. I think it was last year, or maybe it was the OnePlus Eight. They did the same I thing. Think it with was the eight. I mean, I, I knew one of them did it. That's why it's the first thing I checked. So interestingly, I mean, why? I, I, like, obviously, aside from the money aspect, because it, it it apparently costs money to get that rating. Um, if you are going to be one of the viable options competing with Google and Samsung, why wouldn't you want to do this? Wouldn't this like leverage your phone against some big names and actually? Cost. But well, that's what I'm yeah, because the... I mean this this phone is you know it's cheaper than what the uh, well the it's, Samsung it's, Galaxy Ultra like the the yeah it's the cheaper Plus than and the Ultra Ultras and Pros and all that right but... and it's about the same price as the Pixel Six Pro right 
Is it? It is the same price as the, yeah. as yeah. the 6 Pro. I just, you know what? Maybe, I don't know for sure, but maybe people in China and the Middle East and the EU don't care about water resistance well, as I was much just as the ask, American market. I was just going to ask, do people actually care about that, though? I kind of feel like they don't because a lot of people, like on our latest poll um, that I did regarding the the nothing phone, which I, you know, mm-hmm. we'll kind of talk about later. Um, we'll we'll talk about that. We'll get to that later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, a lot of people were saying that, like, you know, they would be interested, like, in in a nothing phone if it had like um, a removable battery. Like, a lot of people are still asking for that, which I find kind of weird. But well, I get it. You know, I can I get that. Oh, yeah, I definitely get it, too, you know, especially coming from, like, the LG G5, which was, like, one of my favorites, um, even though it was weird and whatever. Like, being able to replace the battery is very cool. I'm convinced, and, like, it's Derek. Very, it's very useful. Derek, what? I'm convinced that you are going to mention LG in every podcast you know, episode I, that I you are in. I am going to try to keep LG alive for as long <laughs> as I can. <laughs> oh, my God. And you're trying harder than the people that run LG did. Oh, I know. Oh, my God. Okay, okay. Uh, So back to the IP rating. So, yeah, I mean, like, I just don't get it. Like, do people actually care? You know, I don't don't give a damn. I'm smart enough not to take my phone into the swimming pool. And, you know, I'm probably not going to accidentally end up in the ocean or something. But I've been told that it's very important so many times that I realized it is very important. But I guess only to the people who are telling me that. I don't know. Well, I mean, as someone who lives in Seattle, um, you know, it rains a lot. Well, it doesn't rain a lot. It's just it's very wet often. Um, so I can understand. Like, I definitely, you know, like that ex- the extra protection on my, you know, my, my phones, my smartwatches, my, you know, earbuds. I, I'd like to have that, that, um, that, you know, that little safety net, like, of knowing that, like, you know, all this moisture isn't going to ruin my phone necessarily. There's nothing wrong with that. I can see why people, you know, say it's important to them. I have come around to it. You know, the, and here's sort of a thought process that I had as, as you guys were talking about this, because I think back in the day, like, and I, and when I say back in the day, I mean like maybe 10, five years ago, five ish years ago, um, I think the idea of having something with an IP rating would have been a lot more valuable because, um, you know, people were dropping their phones in the toilet or like, you know, got got dropped in the swimming pool or, you know, whatever, whatever the reason is, having that protection was was really good. But as we've seen in that the price of a, of a phone has just increased so much in the past few years, I feel like people are like, you know, trying to take care of their phones more. Shit, I don't know I am. I treat that <laughs> thing like a gold brick. I can't be affording new phones I mean, every month. <laughs> but that that's what I mean, I, right? Like no, I, just... I get that. Yeah, no, I, I like I, I treat right, you know, when I first get a new phone, I, I treat it so well. But then like honestly, like a a month or two into it, I'm kind of just throwing it around and whatever. Oh gosh. Okay, I wanted to I want to talk about um one interesting aspect about the OnePlus 10 Pro um which is the charging uh feature. Oh, Yay. is that 
Was that Jerry's? <laughs> that, that was me just groaning. <laughs> okay, so for, for, for those who don't know, so um, I'm, I'm going to read a blurb from Harisha's uh, review. And if you guys haven't read it, you know, definitely go to our website and check it out. It is a very comprehensive review. Um, so this is, this is the paragraph I'm going to read. The OnePlus 10 Pro comes with a few upgrades on the battery side of things. There's a larger 500 mAh battery, and the phone has... 80-watt fast charging and 50-watt wireless charging as standard, at least in global markets. Unfortunately, the North American model is limited to the same 65-watt standard as last year, with OnePlus noting that the region's 110V voltage doesn't meet the requirements of its 80-watt charging tech. Let's talk about that. Makes perfect sense if you are an electrician. (laughs) Let's talk about this. (laughs) You know what? Everybody that's upset about this, you should be a lot more upset about how much energy your toaster or hairdryer wastes because it's 110 volts. It's a different electrical system. OnePlus has to make the phones the same, has to make them work everywhere with any charging brick. Uh, They don't have to make the charging bricks the same. They just have to make them safe. That's what they did. It would be super expensive to rework and re-engineer everything to get 80 watts in the U.S. and Canada and Mexico, so they didn't do it. And I don't fault them for it. It's a mere minute's worth of difference in the charging time. Yeah, I think it's like, what, 30, 37 minutes as opposed to 34 or something. And and you have to remember, if you have, if, if you're in Europe and you plug your OnePlus whatever number we're at 10 pro into the wall it's only charging at 80 watts for five six minutes max because then it has to cool down so it doesn't galaxy note 7 fiasco it's it's not a big deal trust me and if you don't want to believe me that's cool don't believe me you probably shouldn't just believe one person find another somebody who's an electrician or electrical engineer or anyone else and ask them if it's a big deal. And they're all going to tell you the same thing. Nah, it's not a big deal. What, what were you reading, Jerry, or what were you seeing? What kind of feedback were you seeing from people when they were reacting to this? Were they, were they just exasperated because they wanted that three extra minutes or like, what was it? I think the biggest thing is everybody wanted to know why, why did one plus quote unquote gimp. And I hate that word the North American version. They didn't. They they just wanted to make sure everything was safe. And this is a byproduct of that. We really don't want another phone blowing up. Mm-hmm. I, I, I have no problem with this. If you do, don't buy the phone. I actually don't know how it works in the U.S., but I know in Canada specifically, every tech gadget that's introduced into the country actually goes through Health Canada to ensure that it meets the safety standards for the country. And so if it doesn't, they actually reject the the whatever they say, you know, go fix it or do what you need to do to ensure that it meets safe, safety standards. It, things may have changed, but at one point I was on a UL compliance team that stands for Underwriter Laboratories. And in the U.S., not every product had to be UL certified, hmm. but your insurance company that gives you your homeowner's insurance is going to demand that all everything you plug into the wall is UL certified. And like I said, that may have changed. Maybe now everything does have to be, I'm not sure, 
but we have a similar thing. And I, I and I know in the EU they have a, I think it's called the CE Mark program, and it does the same exact thing. I'm gonna go out on a limb and say there's the same thing in the Middle East and in Asia. You know, China, India, Japan, the Philippines, probably even Africa and South America have safety standards for electrical devices. Yeah, and I mean, I think that's sort of what people maybe fail to understand that that is the case. And that's probably why they there was a, a lot of people who weren't feeling too excited about this and maybe thought, you know, why is OnePlus skimping out on something when they're doing it for everyone else? Um, maybe, though, it was the messaging. It's like OnePlus sort of just glossed over the whole thing. They could have spent two minutes and explained what I explained, that the electrical systems are different and we did this to keep it safe. And it's no real difference in the charging time, no measurable amount. No, and everybody I, could have been happy. Yeah, because they, they ended up like, you know, kind of posting a little comment under their um, their announcement uh, when they were announcing like the, the pre-announcing, like the features for the 10 Pro, um, you know, to kind of elaborate on what the, on why they made the decision when they could have just like, you know, explained it ahead of yep. time but as as we know OnePlus isn't really good at that right and we kind of saw that with when they even announced this phone like it they didn't even actually announce a global their their messaging was just so weird it was like they announced the China like the model arriving in China first and then they were like oh it's going to come to the rest of the world later and we know that that was partly because of the operating system and how, you know, the the merger between Oppo and and Oxygen or um, OnePlus, you know, changed it to what what is it Oxygen No Color OS now? I can't, I don't even remember what Oxygen OS Color OS. You, I'm sure you guys know what I'm talking about. There's just so many names now; it's so confusing. But that was what they 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 said, you know. They and then it's like this global variant, and we don't even, you know, it's just it just the. Their marketing just seemed so weird with this phone. Everything and about this launch is confusing. Like the fact that there is no like standard OnePlus 10 as well is right. strange. It's just so weird that they didn't even announce hey, that variant. No, they can name this the Pro and they don't have to spend the money to design a regular one. Think about it. Yeah, but I think that's what a lot of people want though, right? Like wouldn't you wouldn't you as a consumer like want a to cheaper have cheaper sort of one yeah. like Pixel 6 competitor like you know the quote-unquote affordable flag like that could have been their quote-unquote affordable flagship there you know because this phone is i guess fairly affordable for what it is you know if they would have given us the standard one plus 10 you know that could have been even cheaper and um i don't know or maybe for someone who doesn't there isn't one yeah, and, and and maybe there's there's a there's a consumer out there who doesn't want all the features that the pro has or doesn't care for all those features but still wants a phone that has certain com- like comparable features with the pro, you know, maybe it's camera or whatever, but it's like a less processing. Like I, I don't know, right? You're I just, reaching. I, Come on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. Uh, okay. You know what? They they probably made sure they called just the one phone they're making pro just so they could have the word pro in the name of the phone. And if my understanding is correct, that means more in China than it does in many other places of the world. 
where, you know, nobody would even look at it if it wasn't named a pro or a plus or a ultra or a gee whiz bang something or another. So, you know, I'm not going to fault them for it. They can name it whatever they want, even if we think it's dumb. Fair enough. I, I think it's not so much the fact that they named it that. It's the fact that there's just the one. Like, yeah. there is no other model. And that's kind of that's kind of what's strange. And, and there, there, there's probably, I think there's rumors. I, I, I've heard that there's rumors that there's going to be another one later this year. We don't know if that's true. Um, and it's probably going to be like some ultra, some ultra max plus, one plus whatever you want to call it. 10 pro <laughs> T. Something. I don't, I don't even know if it's going to be a T variant because I think they stopped doing that. I don't know. One plus has just been so confusing these, pla- these past like however well, many years. <laughs> I don't get it. The last hey, they, thing. They lost the, Carl. <laughs> the last thing I want to talk about with OnePlus before we uh, head into a break and then get into some of our other more interesting uh, topics is uh, one thing that stood out to me when I was reading Harisha's review was um, how this this phone has a better and new heat management system. Uh, and quote from his article, that is designed to deliver better performance in gaming sessions. And there's a new vibration motor that is one of the best around. So I think this is interesting because we've talked about heating issues specifically with the uh, S22 Ultra um, and S22 Plus. I mean, there was like it was it was weird heating issues. It wasn't it wasn't too unbearable, but it did hinder the performance of gaming. And as we know, you know, obviously there's that whole gaming world is like it's it's booming it's everyone's gaming now on their phones um this kind of is a big deal like i feel like this would this is like a direct com- like competition to to our samsung phone that just released i i'm going to say if if they were successful it's not only competition to samsung's phone it's better mm-hmm. uh, samsung phones are terrible at heat management the, you know this generation the s22 I'm sorry, it's a beautiful phone, but it is just terrible when it comes to heat management. I don't know if it's Samsung's new thing they're doing with bimetal heatways or if it's the processor itself. I want to think it's the processor because apparently Qualcomm is already in the works to release another version of it. But something makes it run hotter than we would want it to run. And if OnePlus was able to manage that, hey. Good for them. Didn't they take time during the announcement for the S22 to talk yep. about the new heat pipe? Okay. I just yep. want to make sure I wasn't going crazy. And, you know, I I think that's great. If Samsung tried a new heat dissipation method and it wasn't as great as they had hoped, still good on them for trying. Keep yeah. trying. Do something different next year. Well, I, We ain't going to yell at you for it. Mm, that's true. Yeah, you will. You will specifically, Jerry. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I love the way Samsung innovates. I don't much care for how they do software, but when it comes to anything you hold in your hand, Samsung is the tits. It's just, they're amazing. <laughs> okay, well, on that, on that note, let's take a really quick break, uh, and we'll be right back, guys. Okay, I get it. We all hate passwords and we are frustrated when we cannot remember a password. It happens to me every single day and I'm a tech journalist and I still can never remember my passwords. And the worst of it all, I tend to reuse them. And we all know in today's world where everything is digital, 
this is akin to leaving your home and car unlocked. So it's it's not good. We all know we need to do a better job. We need to do better, guys. You know it. The time to do it is now. Get a password manager. Get the best one that's out there. Get Keeper. Start your free trial at www.get-keeper.com. So you're probably wondering, why should I get GetKeeper? It securely creates, shares, and manages passwords with family, friends, and colleagues. How freaking amazing is that? It's highly rated. PC Mag has named it Password Manager of the Year for three years in a row. It's very, very, very secure. Has multiple layers of security secure. It fills out forms with a breeze, which we all love. It provides real-time alerts when passwords are compromised in the dark web, which, again, we need that. And it stores more than just passwords. You can store your social security cards, password photos, and so many other things. So why are you wasting your time and not getting a password manager? Go and start your free trial at www.get-keeper.com. Okay, welcome back. Um, I want to get into a really awesome article that we published about nine days ago. Wait, we published something awesome? (laughs) Yes, it's awesome. (laughs) Uh, It was written by Andrew, um, and it's titled, Why I Canceled My Galaxy S22 Ultra Pre-Order. Now, there's a caveat to this, and we're going to get to that later, because I want to talk about the article First, uh, this is a really interesting article because if you if you read it, you re- there's like a really great breakdown that Andrew does with his thought process, you know, in terms of like why he wanted to get the the S22 Ultra pre-order and and just sort of, you know, what happened there. So I'm going to hand the mic over to you, sir. Please tell Who, us. Oh, me? Yes, you. <laughs> yeah, so I, um, I originally canceled my uh my s22 ultra pre-order because i'm uh, i'm not like michael fisher where he's all in on foldables um but i'm pretty close to having a foldable phone replace everything for me um and the s22 ultra at the time it just uh, my fold three is fine i don't have any of the spontaneous cracking that we see on like the uh galaxy fold subreddit it's power more than powerful enough, even with the Snapdragon 888, 12 gigs of RAM, and 256 gigs of storage. My biggest complaint is the fact that it's got S10 camera hardware, which is fine, but for a phone that's $1,800, I, I, I want more. Um, it's just me wanting more kind of thing. It's not like it actually performs bad or, or poorly, but I, I just want more out of it. Um, and then I'm also keeping my fingers and everything that I can cross that we get the pixel fold this year. Uh, I I guess. I mean, I'm not, I'm hedging my bets that we're not going to, but I'm keeping my fingers crossed. And part of it is for something, something else you guys will see on the site in the next couple of weeks um, regarding the pixel fold and the fold three or slash fold four. Okay, so wait, before you get to your caveat, which I think think you're about to tell us, but what I one thing I thought that was interesting um, 
in your article as well as how, uh, you know, you you ended up doing the pre-order, but then the really crappy part was how uh, I'm trying to get to the quote. Here we go. Um, so this is from his article. After getting my pre-order in, I processed or, or proceeded to sit around and wait for a few weeks. The initial expected arrival date was set to be last week. And wouldn't you know it? I received an email from Samsung saying that my phone had been delayed until near the end of April. Within minutes, I ca- I'd canceled my pre-order. There was a reason. Like, I mean, not uh, the wait time. That was that was seemed like a sort of the what broke the camel's back for you. It almost seems. Yeah, because I specifically pre-ordered a 512 gig version because it was supposed to come my first week here, which was a week and a half ago at this point. And one, I like to have more storage just so that because I do play emulators and I have uh, it's not extensive, but I like I like having space on my phone, even if it's even if I don't ever actually touch it. I just like having knowing that I can put whatever I want to on my phone and not have to worry about running up against storage limits. Um, Plus it was coming quicker than any of the other options. And then when I got the email from Samsung saying that it was delayed until the end of April, it was just like, okay, I was already kind of on the fence anyways. I had messed around with my, the S 22 ultra that I got from my wife and it just didn't do it for me at the time. And I just said, forget it. I'll just wait till the fold four comes out and, and that'll probably be my next major phone. But then something happened. But, but then, um, yeah. So I, uh, I, um, I had a, a Best Buy gift card um, that I had gotten from trading some stuff in, and uh, I came home yesterday with an S twenty two Ultra. <laughs> and the best part is, is I, I went I up. With I drove up to the Best Buy, which is forty five minutes away from my apartment. It had a 256 gig unlocked version in store. Wow. I got, I made all of these decisions, canceling and then hemming and hawing and then going back with it anyways. In the same, in less time that I, like I still wouldn't have the 512 gig pre-ordered, the one that I pre-ordered yet. Mm -hmm. I still wouldn't have it. Are you happy though with, with the phone? Are you like, did you make the right decision? No. <laughs> this so, gets better there, there every was, minute. So many twists and turns. I love it. <laughs> There's a reason why I was so quiet when you guys were talking about the the OnePlus 10 Pro, like Re- Harish's and Alex's review. Like that's the phone that I wanted to get. I've been a OnePlus fan forever. I started with the OnePlus 3 and I've got a OnePlus 9 and a 9 Pro in my desk. One of them's rooted and it's my only rooted phone. One of them's not. I just love OnePlus. And then I see that we're going to have two separate OnePlus 10 Pro options, one for China running Color OS, one for the US running Oxygen OS, and then they hampered this charging, which isn't really a hamper, but if I'm going if I'm spending money on a phone, I want the best version of that phone possible. And then I found out that they are going to come out with a 12 gig 256 storage version, but it's not going to come until who knows when. So I just said screw it i'm you know i'm i'm done like I, i'm just done with with the OnePlus for now i'm hoping that something changes what i'm really hoping for is that the find x6 pro next year i want oppo to just come to the u.s like mm-hmm. forget all this OnePlus nonsense i know that the nord brand sells great that's fine let t-mobile and walmart sell their cheap phones for nothing and stop supporting them after six months 
but bring me the Find X5 Pro with that excellent camera hardware. Color OS is fine. I've played with Oppo phones before. It's not that bad. It, it's better than whatever mishmash Oxygen OS has turned into in the last year. Just so, I can feel the hate seething out I of you. Was, I, was I didn't want to get it. I did not want to get it. Listen, that was the that was probably the greatest monologue I've heard in this on this podcast. Like, <laughs> you, you want to know what I do when I really don't want to get something? I don't get you it. Don't buy it. Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. But I save my money. I have an issue. Yeah, I have a problem. One, I had a gift card burning a hole in my pocket. And two, you get something else, dude. Yeah, yeah. Get something else. I, I tried get a that. PlayStation Go to, 5. Get, get know, his refrigerator. Or, get get me a PlayStation 5. Oh, my God. Okay, okay. Uh, okay. We, have, we have like 5 million voices right now. <laughs> there's, <laughs> okay. but there's, so there's also another reason why I decided to just say forget it and get the S22 Ultra anyways. And it's super boring, but it's work-related. And it goes along with yes, Microsoft's announcement yesterday slash the report that came out today about them with phone link instead of like renaming to phone link from your phone and promising better integration with windows. And that phone ecosystem, phone computer ecosystem thing is something that I really, really do care about, which is part of why I like using an iPhone because it works with all the rest of my stuff. But if I can get that same experience with Android and windows, then I want to do that. But the problem is that to make the most out of it, it's either Samsung or honor. I don't want to buy an Honor phone, so I'm going to go or, with an S. Or a Surface. I, well, I'm not going to get a Surface anyways because it's the same problems that I have with a Tab S8 keyboard. No, I Tab mean like S8 a Surface. Do a Surface. Do, well, yeah, whatever. But no, I, I totally get that. I totally get that. I, you know, when I switched to Samsung from LG, that was like I was so excited to use the your phone or now the phone link features because um, you know you can only get the most out of it if you're using a Samsung phone. Um, and honestly, I love it. Like just the, how they interact, like how I can just use my apps on my, on my PC. Um, I don't know. It just all works so well. Um, but there's a, so yeah, there's no, a I totally catch too, though. It doesn't work the same way. It works the same way if you have a fold, but you have to have your fold open. Like I can't interact with the apps that are on my phone through the, your phone, Phone, I'm so happy they're changing the name through the phone link app. That's dumb with a foldable phone. I I don't know why they did it. It it, it it's a, it's a if you I've listened, I heard the um this was a few weeks ago it was on the Windows Central podcast. Zach and Dan Rubino were talking about it, and it's the same problem with the Surface Duo, which is even more of a dumb problem considering it's a Microsoft product. That is strange because you could think they could just make the window bigger on or smaller. Computer. I. I'll like, bet yeah. there's a different instance of the app running when it's open or closed. I'd, I'd have to look it into has that. To be. It might be something to do with the subsystem. So all in all, you canceled your pre-order, ended up getting the phone, mm-hmm. and now you're just hoping for the Fold, or I guess the Pixel Fold to come out, or Fold 4 whenever it does come out. Yeah, and then I'll just trade in my S22 Ultra for it. Why Andrew canceled his Pixel Fold pre-order? Yeah, when it comes out with the same camera hardware <laughs> as the Pixel nope. Five, <laughs> that's fine because that that that's fine with me because it's not like the yeah. Pixel Five can't take phenomenal pictures. Still, I know, but I'm just saying you're not getting the best hardware that you know Google can it's offer. Different. So it, why would you get okay. it? Oh, you guys, Lordy, you guys, Lordy, you guys Lordy. don't know. Yeah. You guys don't I'm just know going me. based off of your logic. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Okay. On that note, I do want to talk about. Um, 
our next topic, uh, which uh, I ordinarily, I probably wouldn't bring this up in a podcast. But the reason why I did is because uh, <laughs> I feel like Derek is smiling as I speak <laughs> I, right now. I really am. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, earlier this week, uh, I was tasked by Derek to write a newser on uh, the Justice Department's probe into Google Maps dominance gaining traction. Uh, So essentially, for those who don't know uh, what the issue is, uh, in late 2020, um, there was a, you know, an investigation or increase into uh, Google Maps' dominance. So, uh, you know, to kind of break that down a little bit uh, further, Google has like this whole package deal. It's called automated, Automated Service Package. It bundles Maps, Google Play, App Store, Google Assistant, and other services, and basically gives that to car manufacturers for free uh, for free oh i didn't know it was free i thought they were getting yep. paid for that no it's free oh okay well uh basically uh part of this probe is you know whether or not google allows um you know for those car companies to use other systems and from what it looks like that they're not allowed so for example if like a mercedes or like a bmw or toyota wanted to use their own voice assistant they wouldn't be allowed to per google's policy when using the automotive service package. So that's one part of the probe. The second part of the probe is uh, not allowing, uh, and it focuses on app and website developers, basically not allowing to use any other maps uh, that would rival Google's. And Google states that, you know, it, it, if you're using other maps, it prevents, you know, it, it just offers poor experiences if, if you're mixing it with outside software and could present the user with errors. Uh, so why is this a big deal? Um, is because recently the U.S. Justice Department has been investigating Google Maps. Um, that sort of has been, um, I guess, uh, fast-tracking, if you will. There's, you know, sources familiar with the matter. Reuters was the first to exclusively publish this article. And why I brought... <laughs> Why I'm bringing this up is because uh, for those who have read my articles on Android Central, I am I'm a hardcore journalist. I do not put my opinions in my articles. I leave that for analysts to give me their opinions. And what I do is I take those opinions and I break them down in my articles, explaining things that are happening. Um, I I don't put my opinion because I don't want to show that I have bias. But, (laughs) as Derek is smiling and giggles, for the first time, well, I mean, I have opinions all the time, but for the first time, I really had an issue with this. Um, And I, I kind of was chatting with Derek about this in the sense that I don't really care that there's a dominance of certain apps or certain phones. Like, I get it. I Look, I am not suggesting that big tech should not be probed. But I'm also, like, I don't, I don't really care. Like, I use an iPhone, but I don't use any of Apple software. I don't use App, Apple Maps or whatever they call it. Like, I use Google Maps. I use Google Docs. I use everything that I use is Google. And I use my iPhone. And I really, I really don't care. And I, I asked Derek, I was like, do people even care? And so I'm going to ask you guys the same question. Do you guys even care? You should care. Oh, no, I well, just, I mean, just you should. not in this, not in this case. This is stupid. <laughs> uh, most of the time, I am a firm believer in, hey, 
Let's take a close look and scrutinize what Google, Apple, Facebook, Microsoft, Amazon, etc. Let's look at what they do because those are some shady MFers right there. They'll no, do listen, anything to make money, but not this I time. Fully, I fully agree with you. I'm not suggesting that we shouldn't be scrutinizing them, but I also I don't necessarily like care that I'm only using Google Maps. But maybe that's because I'm conditioned to do so. And maybe that's what's happened to a lot of people. You know, they've been conditioned to use a certain. Do you know what I think also part of it is? The package. It works so well with each other. Mm -hmm. Uh, And that's what Google has worked hard to make, especially in this case for something as important to say, you know, in your car as mapping software. Uh, if you throw, you know, whatever that maps program that Nokia makes, that's pretty good on its own, but you throw that into the mix, it doesn't work with anything else in this package that Google has worked so hard to give you. And when you say, oh, how far is it to the closest Burger King? And it doesn't know because it's not using the right maps. You think, well, this sucks. And that's not fair. Yeah, it's a bad experience. And that's just how it works. And if Google was charging for this, that'd be another story. But this Google apps, they give them, you know, to to manufacturers for free as long as they meet certain criteria. And that's because Google makes way more money on profiling me and you when we ask where we're going, you know, for lunch or how far it is to Burger King. That's the kind of data Google loves that to them. That's priceless. You know, $500 for a software license is not, that's, that's just a drop in the bucket. This, this is just dumb. Yeah, no. And honestly, like, you know, if, if, if my car had like, you know, one of those fancy infotainment uh, systems, um, you know, I would love for it to just like run Android auto, have Google maps. Like I don't want any inbuilt car map system like whatever mercedes has or you know these other car companies whatever they come up with like i i would prefer to just have google maps like even if my car did have its own built-in thing i would still probably prefer to just use my phone to use google maps or so my question maybe then, even apple maps if that came with the whole package like you know it's just because i it's it's something that i trust you know okay. so i wouldn't care oh, if it, th- there you go there's two points okay so one are is it have you been conditioned to believe that this is the experience you want to have? And two, um, I forgot my second question, but <laughs> I will come back to the second question. Greatest but, podcast ever. Greatest podcast ever. <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, no, but but that that's that's my question. You know, do have we been for so many years conditioned to because sure the experience is seamless the you know everything works well with each other and as a result we don't question oh well what's out there what are some other map apps that i could use that might be better because we're just so conditioned to use google you know that's a good point um you know cuz jerry brought up here uh, nokia's hair maps um and i i remember like Back in the day when I was all about Nokia, um, I would like, I, I swore by hair maps because like you could like fully download whole countries and states, you know, and just have it work offline, which I thought was so great because I, I, I don't think that's something that Google Maps can really do. 
Um, to some extent, it, it can, but like I swear by it. So I would always like everyone was always like, "Oh no, Google Maps," and I'm like, "No, you should use this." But like, I don't know, like Google. But e- even now, to this day, like I still have here maps, but now I've just become so conditioned to use Google Maps because it's so, it's just so reliable, um, and it just it just works. And I now I don't want to use anything else. I have an actual real world example here. My car, it's got a a built-in auto entertainment nonsense system from the manufacturer. And the first thing I wanted to do is yank it out and put in something that, you know, supports, you know, the iPhone and Android phones, you know, AirPlay and Android Auto and stuff. If I do that, I can't use the AT&T connection that's built into my car. Uh, I'm still paying for the car, so I'm still paying for that connection. So I didn't do it because I'm cheap. And I would love to be able to ask my car how, you know, what time does the closest Burger King close? And I can't. What is your obsession with Burger King, though? I'm just using that as an example. I hate the place. (laughs) I, you know, if it was about Uh, me, it would be Popeye's chicken. But I just said Burger King. (laughs) But, uh, it, that that's that sucks. I have to grab my phone and do that because my car system, while it's nice and the GPS and the mapping software is pretty good, it's not all tied together. Mm. And that sucks. I wish it wasn't that way. That would be the experience you would have if, you know, let's say Honda or whoever built a, a you know, a built in infotainment system that did not use Google's software as a package. Oh, believe me, I know this because I drive a Toyota and they have a built-in system and I hate it. I do not use it. I use, I just connect my phone uh, to Apple Maps, but I don't actually use Apple Maps. It's just the Apple infotainment system or whatever. And I just use Google Maps on there and it's just so easy and seamless and wonderful. Um, Yeah, unfortunately, mine doesn't support Android Auto or CarPlay. It's like CarPlay. That's what it's called. It's, yeah. they're they're just I don't know. Maybe they're evil. Yeah. Well. Anyways, that's I just wanted to bring that up because I just thought it was interesting that I actually felt irritated for once about something. Well, but this is the one time in recent memory I can think of where Google's excuse is we do it for a better user experience is one hundred percent true. Mm, because this is one that actually hits home. You know, maybe talking about search results for online retailers doesn't mean as much because I'm not, I don't experience that, but, uh, keep looking at Google, keep raking them (laughs) over the coals, but sometimes things are just stupid and our government should know better than to pursue the stupid things. Okay. I want to talk about my least favorite topic. (laughs) Uh, so, I guess it was, what, a few days ago or yesterday or I don't know. I don't remember when it was. Oh, but 14 years ago. <laughs> uh, nothing. And put out a, t- a teaser of something and, and everyone was just like, uh, what? Uh, little did we know. I mean, we should have all been paying attention to the date because we saw it. I think it, I think they announced or they they tweeted that teaser on the 31st of March. So I, yeah, you know, I think we should have all been paying attention to the date because uh, lo and behold, 
on April 1st, April Fools, uh, nothing put out a tweet. And it was basically an image of two phones. And the tweet says, say hello to just another one. You've seen a phone just like this before. Experience edge-to-edge monotony. It's inspiringly uninspired, utterly unoriginal, and exactly the same as everything else. Coming to bore you soon. Um, Yeah. (laughs) I mean... I mean, okay. (laughs) Like, obviously, we know that's an April Fool's joke. Um, But I guess I wanted to end this podcast on a fun conversation around companies putting out April Fool's jokes, tweets, um, but also, you know, just if anyone had any thoughts about this nothing tweet, um, you know, I'll just, I'll I'll open the floors to all of you guys. First of all, I'd like to say, you know, Carl Pay, I love you, but... (laughs) But calm down. Shooting his shot in every podcast. LG and Carl Pay, Derek's MO. Yeah, yeah. No, I can't... Like... How like I'm just like okay. How different is the actual phone going to be when you announce this thing? Like it's going to it's going to have an edge to edge display. It's going to have probably a triple camera. You know whatever. It's it's gonna probably look like every other phone besides the fact that maybe it'll be transparent or something. We don't really know. But like how like calm down. You know the best part. It's your job to remember this stupid tweet when they announced that phone. So you can point out that these are all the things nothing hates about phones. Exactly. And they did exactly. it anyway. Exactly. So I'm just like, do they really do this? Like, are they are they shooting themselves in the foot right now? No, because it got everybody to say the word nothing yeah. phone again. It True. made so it relevant win. for a True. moment. Yeah. You know, they're, they're, I, you know, I got to hand it to you, Carl. You, uh, you're good at this whole hype thing. You know, I'm not buying it, but. Which, but you know what though it was it was kind of annoying because um I don't know when this podcast is going to air probably sometime early next week but by then Derek's article he's he's written a, an editorial that's getting published is it getting published on Monday Derek uh, Monday or Tuesday yeah Monday or Tuesday yeah so he's writing an article about the nothing phone um it's going to be amazing so check it out when it comes out but um. When we saw this teaser, he messaged us and was like, should I wait for my article to come out? Because I don't know, like, what's happening. And what a waste. Yeah, and I think that was, yeah. And I think, again, that was me, like, not paying attention to the date. And I was just like, oh, when I realized, it's just like, God damn it. Really? Um, like, when I saw the tweet, I was I was a little disappointed um, in both myself and in and, and nothing. Um, but it's not just nothing. Um Twitter also oh, yes, came yes. out today. I'm I'm frustrated. <laughs> Twitter came out today and tweeted that they're working on an edit button, and I am not having it. I'm not I'm I'm not having the games. Twitter. I don't I don't agree um, on on an edit button though. I don't. Think oh, you I, should no, have. I know that you don't agree with it, but you know, obviously, it's something that you know a lot of people have been asking for. It's something that no, even you know recently, listen, even Instagram kind of um, you know shaded. Twitter for not having one. Um, There's a reason for Instagram not having one, it. though. There's a reason. It's to keep people who are tweeting accountable for what they're yes, tweeting. Yes, I get that. But, like, uh, I think it was, like, Facebook or Instagram who, like, still gave, at one point, still gave people the option to, like, you know, where it says edited, they could still see the original 
message. No, and, and also, like, well, I mean, they could they could do that on Twitter too. They already offer that though with Twitter Blue. Like it's it, basically you wait like ten seconds or whatever before your oh, tweet whatever. gets published. What, whatever. <laughs> it's five seconds. <laughs> whatever it is. Okay, but uh, anyways, I just uh, any other tweets from companies that we saw that we are just kind of like. Seriously, why? It wasn't from a company, but I got I got got about an hour before the podcast. Oh, I was yeah? scrolling what, what through happened? Twitter. Somebody retweeted a tweet saying that Samsung started one UI five beta today. <laughs> and I forgot that it was April first. So I pulled up my this the the Samsung members app on the S twenty two Ultra and then realized that I'm an idiot. <laughs> oh my gosh. I did see something about a company coming out with uh uh, glass like uh, plates for oh. like weights. Um, I just thought that was funny. They actually looked pretty cool. You know, I would like to. You know, I, they're they're not practical, but glass like plates would be. You know, they'd be pretty nice. You know, you you know what's uh, not an April Fool's joke when it came out yesterday. The uh, the horrible looking Dyson torture device. Oh, oh, oh my yeah, God. I saw that. that That's was a real so product. Weird. Oh my gosh! I couldn't. I I thought that they were jumping the gun, but apparently they weren't, and that's a real product. Oh my goodness! Um, I, I did the, see the side by side Hannibal Lecter in Silence of the Lambs. I memes. I saw this. I saw this tweet today actually from um, I don't I don't know the guy's name Joe Z, Zija or something. Um, he's a voice actor. Um, but he was just saying that April. Uh, the tweet was essentially April Fool's jokes where you announce something incredible that will bring people happiness. And then you're like, ha, ha, ha. No, sorry. The world is still actually joyless. Are tired. And please stop. And I agree. Like, you know, if it's something that we all want and have been, like, asking for and, like, would make us so happy, don't joke about it. Like, come on. That's so uncouth. Yeah. I kind of feel that the same way. If you run a company and you make some sort of April Fool's joke announcement, you are an asshole. I will say there was one company that <laughs> they just yes, bypassed right by Jerry. You're, yep. no, I, that's, you're right. <laughs> what more is there to say? You're right, Jerry, but but there was one and okay, and granted they did this company did not tweet on April Fools. Um I think it would have been really good if or funny if they did but there was a joke tweet that huawei usa did on black friday um in last year and it, the tweet uh, goes yeah. black friday special 100 percent off all phones we currently sell in the u.s and then in another tweet, that was great. okay everyone it's just a joke we can't sell anything in the usa <laughs> yeah that, that, was that was good that was a good one yeah that's pretty good it's pretty good um but no, Jerry, I think you're right. I think any company doing these things are just... There's so much wrong with every single product that hits the shelves that could be, you know, you could be working to fix instead of paying somebody to sit around and think of a stupid joke that's not funny and most people don't fall for because they know that companies like your company are going to do something stupid. Exactly. And I, and, it, and again, it goes back to the whole like Instagram when they announced the chronological feed and then Twitter tried to throw shade and then Insta Instagram came back and threw shade and pretty much won that conversation. But like, yeah, it's like, don't like these companies need to like calm down and just work <laughs> on 
work on their products, work on fixing their stuff. And, you know, just leave the April Fool's jokes to everyone else. Or just don't do it. <laughs> there was one other thing that, that got me. My One of my buddies sent me this video. I, I like watching Linus Tech Tip videos. Uh, not all of them, but I do try to watch a bunch of them. And he sent one to me. And, and the title of the video is This Review Gets Stranger and Stranger. The video is about 10, 15 minutes long, and it's nothing but segues and ad spots. And it just cracked me up for 10 minutes. <laughs> and I, I sent good. him a message after the, because it did two back to back. And I would send him a message. I'm like, what are you, what am I watching? And then yeah, I just sent him a You need to send me this. That's, that's not a joke. That's every YouTube video nowadays. I mean, pretty but much. But that's the but thing. Yeah, that, that, that's, that's, that's the joke. Yeah. YouTube is the joke. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Anyways, all right. Well, I don't want to talk about April Fools anymore, but I do want to end on a uh, happier note that we always like to do at the end of our podcast to talk about what made us happy this past week that's not work related. Please and thank you. Jerry, do you want to go first? Yes, nothing made me happy. A- absolutely nothing. <laughs> I'm serious, nothing. It'll be so much fun to watch Carl pay do stupid things that are thoughtless and for us to talk about them and write about them because that's what he does when he's in control and he is the master of it. And he knows that, you know, any, how's that saying go? Any type of coverage is better than no coverage. Yeah. Bad press is good press yeah, or something like yeah, that. It, There's bad no press such thing is as better bad than press. No, right. And it's true. And he's just really good at it. And I actually look forward to the next silly, ignorant, dumb, stupid, insert whatever word fits thing that company does. I, I don't mean to go off on a slight tangent. Shruti, don't don't kill me for this. But oh, no. Carl Pay, I, I just came to my mind. Is anybody, since Steve Jobs stepped away from events, has anybody been able to captivate a spa- the tech space the way that Pay has? I feel like I feel like he really if, if there hasn't been to be very honest because like Steve Jobs even if I you know say what you will I know this is the Android podcast but like he was fantastic on stage he always you know always captivated people and Carl Pay seems to be doing the same thing even with the different ventures and I don't know if there's anybody in between that I can that that's done the same thing maybe we can touch on this in our next episode. We could do that. <laughs> We're not yeah. having a Carl Pay episode, Derek. You Give just want to have you just want to have it, every moment to shoot your I, shot, Derek. No, not even about Carl. Just about the question of whether or not oh, someone yes. has like you know come around you know who's who's been as I guess influential or whatnot as a uh, or as captivating as Steve Jobs. Well, I it, know. I don't. I, mean, I don't know. I don't want to use the word captivating because. For lack of to me, word. that makes him, you know, his onstage presence isn't impressive. Whereas, oh, no. you know, again, for lack of a better word, like I think, you know, just his marketing prowess. Yes. You think back. Remember, remember the the wet T-shirt contest when an invite. Or, or am I yeah. just dating myself? OK, you're dating that, yourself. Car- Carl Pay had to know that everybody was going to. Number one, talk about it. Number two, say how horrible it was. But yeah. everyone talked about it. And he went with it because he knew everybody would talk about it. The man is a genius. And, and I works. don't hate him for it. Right. Okay, it works. Like, listen, this is really good content. Can we save it for next week? Sorry, Shruti. 
No. <laughs> <laughs> no, for serious though. This no, is a I, good actually, question I and really we can do, talk about I, it more. I agree. I, I think this is a super interesting conversation and I would like to actually have an in-depth conversation about it. But can can you tell me what made you happy, Derek, please? Oh, well, I, I think Andrew should go first. Cause, well, okay, okay, Andrew. I'll, I'll tell you. I'll tell you. I kind of agree with, <laughs> with Jerry. Nothing made me happy this week. Um, <laughs> you know, I didn't hear back from Carl Bay. He didn't give me his oh, number, so... <laughs> Stay tuned for um, AC After Dark, the Derek Lee edition. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, you know, the, the adventures of uh, Derek, you know, trying to, uh, you know, reach out to Carl Pei. Um, continue. Uh, so nothing made you happy, Derek. Um, Andrew, what made you happy this week? So I would have joined the parade of, of Derek and, and Jerry, um, but I've had a pretty crappy week, and... My wife cheered me up today because she bought me this really awesome Lego kit. So I'm big into Legos and I'm big into Star Wars. Um, And Star Wars Legos is Please tell me it was the R2 one. It's the R2-D2. It's sitting on my front porch. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I'm so jealous. I want it so bad. They're not not as readily available as they were like a couple of months ago. So I think they're starting to phase them out. And I made mention of that to her, not like trying to get her to buy it for me, but she did. So that's what I'm going to be doing tonight. I am so envious. Your wife. And I will send pictures when it's done. Please do. I literally am. Do not send me pictures because I'm going to be so jealous. I'll send you all the Lego pictures. I also got Luke Uh, Skywalker's helmet from the first movie. Wow. I'm not gonna lie. I thought you were gonna say your wife bought you a Galaxy S22 Ultra. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no. That would have no. been funny. That would have been utterly funny. Um, all right. Well, what made me happy? Well, it's not. It hasn't happened yet. Uh, but it's my dad's birthday tomorrow on April second, and happy birthday, Shruti's dad. I love the guy. He's just the sweetest man on the planet. He's so supportive and wonderful, and I just, he's the best dad. So I'm just, it makes me happy to be able to celebrate with him and be with him. And yeah, that made that, well, it's going to make me happy, but I just, yeah, I'm excited for that. Um, well, good. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> Thank you, you. Everybody should treat their father well. You hear that, Ashley, Jerry? <laughs> Rosie. You hear that? Oh, except, my God. except for our work dad, Jeremy. Jeremy can, oh my God. Jeremy can go away. All right. Well, on that note, thank you every single person who tunes in every week. Thank you so much for supporting us and listening to us. And we will catch you guys next week. Bye. See ya. Later. Adios.